This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 137, we are continuing our series interviewing techie teens, and today's guest is Eli Ferguson, and he's going to be talking to us about game creation using RPG. Welcome, Eli. Hello, Ms. Meryl. Thank you for having me on here. So Eli has been part of my high school quiz bowl team this past year. He's actually a senior and we're very sad to lose him. But um, our the main competition that we do in quiz bowl is actually televised. And they always ask for interesting information about each student before the game start. And because of that, uh, Eli shared about his love of game creation. And so that's why. I knew he did this and invited him to come and be on this episode. So before Eli actually starts to talk to us about RPG and game creation, I just want him to tell us a little bit about himself and what he enjoys um, that doesn't relate to technology and game creation. All righty. Well, um, I have a couple of interests. And um, well, for one, I like to play music. Uh, I play the cello. I'm actually in a community orchestra in um, in a nearby town. There isn't one in the city where I live, but there is one in a nearby city. Um, and I also play, I play around with the guitar some. I like to play, you know, a little bit of the rock and roll music. And um, I also like to draw. I like drawing. Um, and I'm very, very interested in politics, uh, just in general, uh, political uh, political the political process is very interesting to me and um, I think those are the, my big interests. I can tell you that Eli um, has a vast general knowledge um, he was brilliant on our quiz team we just wish we'd had him for four years instead of just one and uh, he knows so much history it's it's quite crazy so they very very seldom could anyone stump him on a history question. <laughs> So you can see, um, like all the other teens we've interviewed, uh, Eli is not just into tech, but into a vast variety of interesting things. So this gets us to it, Eli, when did you start being interested in game creation and how did you get going with this whole uh, area of interest? Well, I actually really started um, considering game development as a hobby or what have you, all the all the way back in, I want to say, even as far back as 2016, but nothing concrete ever really came of it. It was just, you know, a teenager dreaming about what he would do. You know, it's like a little kid wanting to be an astronaut or something. <laughs> He's not going into the centrifuge, I guess. But um, I really, really took my big, my first really big step in uh, November of last year when I bought RPG Maker. Um, it, it was on sale and I figured now would be a great time to take the plunge into actually really doing something uh, towards that. Okay, so uh, what does RPG stand for anything or is it just the name? It actually does. Um, RPG 
uh, it doesn't stand for rocket propelled grenade. It stands for role playing game, oh. which is actually it's a whole kind of genre of video games. Right. Like a, like a, a form. I don't know. Were your kids ever into um, like uh, the Paper Mario games? Mm, no, I don't, um, they played. They played. I don't know. They played lots of different games. They they did play um, some RPG things. So I'm aware of what that is. Um, just to go back to you, you said you bought it. How much does it cost, or how much did it cost when you bought it? If you don't know. That well, kind. normally on. Um, there's an online kind of software and game distribution platform called Steam. Right. And on there, it normally costs $20, which is really, really inexpensive and very affordable if Definitely. you want to get into a thing. But I think I bought it when it was only $10, which is insane. They, they have good sales. I know because I, I tend to, I often will buy my kids gifts on Steam when they have sales. So uh, parents, if you're listening to this and think by the end of this episode that this sounds like something your kids would enjoy, you can consider this for a birthday or Christmas gift. Um, mm -hmm. It would definitely be something that you, I think you'll see your kids get a lot of benefit out of. Okay, so you bought it. And then once you had it, how did you learn it or learn to use it? Well, um, there's kind of like a, there's three big paths that uh, I took to learn different things. The big one, one uh, really big way that I learned things was just uh, trial and error. You know, you, mm -hmm. um, you try something and if it works and it works and if it doesn't, then you move on. Um, there's a lot of really good resources out there on YouTube uh, as well for learning just the very basics of how to work this uh, game making engine and then there's also a lot of really helpful forum posts that go into very very specific kind of details you know how do you um how if you see a video game and it's got kind of cool backgrounds in the battles say you can figure out how do the backgrounds work and um and you can really learn some very very uh, ticky tacky details that are kind of glossed over maybe in some of the other tutorials. And then there's also a very active, I think relatively active Steam community mm. that's kind of built in with the, the platform that you're going to launch RPG Maker off of. And there are some really good resources on there too. Right. I think this is a, a thread because I know my own boys, all the things, I mean, they didn't learn this, but the things they learned, so much of it was community um, posts and forum posts, different forums. And I think that's also what has come through so far in um, what some of the other teens have said too. So going back to how, maybe you just want to explain a little bit about how RPG Maker works um, and does it involve coding? Alrighty. Well, RPG Maker, it can kind of roughly divide it into two parts. There's two kind of systems that work, not at the same time, but they both come together to form your end product or work of art or whatever you want to call it. Um, there's kind of the, uh, the world map where your character is going to be moving around, and that's constructed. You actually get to design it based on a tile-based system, like a grid sort of. Mm -hmm. um, and to make it more than just you, your character wanders around a map, you have to actually use what the game calls events. But those are basically, those are basically commands. Um, 
there isn't really any direct coding. You're not going to be like coding in mm -hmm. uh, assembly or C or anything unless you really want to customize the way that your game works. But the game does have a built-in kind of set of commands or functions or whatever you want to call it. And you have to use those if you want to make your game work. You know, you're going to have to mm -hmm. manually program. Well, not manually program, but you're going to have to choose whatever kind of commands you want like say if you want some line of dialogue to only pop up once you might make it you might create an event and you might say oh well i want this event to start when somebody walks over this particular tile and so then you're going right. to have to create the event and you're going to have to make it where that event is text gets displayed you know high or something and then you're going to have to set a um and then maybe you want to set a variable after that. You want to set a variable mm -hmm. to one. And then you're going to create another event on the same tile and make the conditions for that one. If variable one is one, then nothing happens. And so that way you make sure that the event only happens once. Right. So this is, um, I guess, a very high level programming language, which means you don't need to remember exact syntax or anything else, which can plague those of us who have to try and code in, you know, something like Python or, or C++ or something like that, where you have to get everything exactly right. Whereas here, you are still coding in a sense because you are, as you say, taking different commands and plugging them together. It just makes it a little easier. Um, so it's, it's, yeah. It's in a way, it's an easier way to get into coding, but you're still actually using the logic and things that you wouldn't coding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. So what do you enjoy most about using this? Well, I actually like it. Um, it's pretty user-friendly and uh, it, it's, it's a pretty simple engine. You know, it's 18 years old. It, it's as old <laughs> as I am. Um, and uh, that... I think that can be helpful for people that are starting out, especially because the, um, a lot of people have said this, but limitations breed creativity. And I think that's true. Mm -hmm. So if you have a, a simple kind of game engine, quote unquote, like RPG Maker, then it can really, um, it can really help keep your, your project scope in check and kind of make sure that you finish them or something. So how many games have you created so far? And who's been playing them? Um, well, my sister is kind of my uh, secondary playtester. Mostly it's just me, but um, she uh, she helps out with the playtesting. And um, she also helps out with the, the graphics and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've created, I really, I'm much farther along on one particular project. And I have a very very highly developed vision for what that project is. Um, and so I would really only say that I've got one real you know, project going on right now. And so what do you hope to do with that? Um, well, eventually, hopefully before I go off to college, um, I'd like to release it. I'd like to, uh, you know, I'd like to release it on Game Jolt or something or maybe even see if it could get greenlit on steam. I'm not sure, but um, those are kind of the, uh, the end. That's the really big uh, goal for me right now. And what, what is the game about? Can we know? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I get a little bit kind of, um, 
I don't know. You know, sometimes you get a little bit, uh, oh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Sometimes it, it can be a little bit kind of uh, hard to tell people about what you're working on because you're worried that it might sound silly. Yeah. Um, but so it's like, it's called uh, the Patchwork Prince and it's set in like a kind of a magical realist, I might call it like some mm -hmm. Latin American magical realist thing, but it's, uh, it's set in like a fictional country and it's like the Holy Roman Empire, you know, the big old patchwork mm -hmm. full of all these weird, bizarre, you know, it's not very well run or anything. It's a very confusing setup. And it's about, there's a kind of a, like an evil dictator that's taken over and you have to save, you have to save it with the king under the mountain. You have to wake up the king under the mountain to save him. I can definitely see your interest in politics has crept into your game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit of that. Maybe I should cut out the part where it goes into how the legislative body works and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 um, I used to play King's Quest with my kids. And so oh. I can definitely hear similarities in that type of genre. So I understand mm -hmm. that. So, um, if you release it, I guess you can actually, if it works out well, you can actually uh, put it up for sale. And uh, I'm definitely, we'll come back. Um, I'm going to, you, the, you can find basic notes from this podcast on homeschoolingwithtechnology.com as, as always. And I will put in links there to Steam. So if parents want to buy RPG Maker, they can go and have a look at it there. Um, mm -hmm. And also, if if Eli does ever release it, I will come back and I'll put in the information <laughs> so that parents can actually look for this and, and perhaps buy it for their children. Um, just to finish up, Eli, what advice do you have for a teen who would like to start off in game creation with RPG Maker? Well, um, I would tell them, take the plunge, uh, you know, go for it. And um, don't be surprised if if you're not if maybe your graphics aren't quite as good as the stuff that the game comes with. That's okay, you know. Just be yourself and make what you would make, and don't try to super imitate other people because they're going to be the best them, and you're going to be the best you. And you know, when it comes to the uh, the coding part of it, or the yeah the the was it, you called it a high level coding language that mm -hmm. I guess the kind of commands run off of mm -hmm. it it can be pretty confusing and it's okay to be confused because I'm still confused by it a lot. It, it's a, it's a, it's a beast, but um, if you tame it, it can really make some good art. I think, and I would love to see what people will make with it. I'd love to see what art people can make. And as anything, you know, anything that's worthwhile actually takes time and effort. And I mm. think it's, really important that teens actually do struggle and don't just give up when they you know hit something that's hard and they learn to find their own solutions and learn to go on forums and ask good questions or find questions that have been asked and answered already and learn to use youtube all these are skills that are going to make you so much more successful no matter what you're studying in college and moving you know through life and so you know finding something that interests you like this is is a, is a actually a tool to learning so many more things than just how to actually be creative and create a game and so i i hope that this inspires some other teens to go out and to give this a try and not to give up if it's hard at the beginning and to keep going like you have and hopefully to release a real game out there mm. um, well eli thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today 
Well, thank you for having me. And um, to those of you who want maybe an even easier way just to get your kids into game programming, um, Show Sponsor Funder Fund Academy does have an intro to game programming unit study. It's nothing like RPG Maker. It's a whole lot simpler, but we do actually use another online game creation tool, which doesn't really even involve much in the way of coding at all. So it's really coding free, but it also... Um, we also go briefly into how to create your own graphics. We also look briefly at coding logic and we finish off by doing a little bit of scratch. So it's it's just a very lightweight intro, but you can go and take a look at that. And if your kids enjoy that, and particularly if they enjoy the game making aspect, then perhaps move them on to RPG Maker after that. Well, that's all for this week. And I'll see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.